This is Jira Taylor, the host of the Flow State Performance Podcast. And welcome to the 65th episode of the Flow State Podcast. And this show is brought to you by... Just kidding. <laughs> this show is brought to you with love and flow and joy and affection from uh, where I am in the treehouse uh, on Mount Coulomb on the Sunshine Coast of Australia. I just want to give you some a little bit of background knowledge as to who I am and where I am and what my life is and what the source of this noise that's coming into your earphones from across the other side of the world is. Um, because it's probably likely that we've never met and it's likely that you've just found this podcast and stumbled across it and potentially you're interested in flow, um, potentially you don't know what it is. Um, so I just want to give you a little bit of background as to who I am and what this is. So yeah, as I said before, my name is Jerry Taylor. I run Flow State, which is an organization that helps humans and organizations um, achieve higher states of consciousness and what I call live in, fl- live in the flow of life. So I've spent the last 10 years exploring flow states. I decided to basically redesign my whole life after I burnt out in the corporate world. And I went on a bit of a quest and I decided that the most sensible way to live my life was to design my life to experience as much peak state or as much of the best state that I'd ever, ever experienced in my life. And so I decided to basically explore how to be in a peak state how to be in a flow state for as much as possible. So obviously this took me um, to all sorts of uh, places and discoveries and I ended up having a whole lot of adventures because flow state often means risk and adventure. But I also learned other ways to explore my consciousness in a way that helped me experience more flow through meditation, through shamanic work, plant medicine work, through learning about breath, learning about my body, learning about various modalities and and bits and bobs of wisdom and practices that help a human shift one's consciousness or gain control of one's consciousness. And that's kind of what I do now as an extension of those early years where I was kind of just in full-on exploration mode, except now there's a bit more refinement to it. And now I teach other people uh, what I've learned. And uh, I do this through Flow Tribe, which is a community, flowtribe.co, of flow seekers all around the world. And I also work with founders of businesses and help them deal with the stresses and anxiety and overwhelm of running a business um, so they can exist in a higher state of consciousness so they can build a company that uh, goes forth and does good in the world. Uh, that's what my life is all about. So this, the genesis of this episode you're about to listen to, um, I had a friend come and visit from Bali and we were lying on the hammocks in the treehouse listening to the birds and we were talking about concepts of time and language and he was talking about how in Balinese in the Balinese language um, is set up not not actually Balinese but um, Indonesian Bahasa Um, it's it's a language that's very interesting they don't have past tense or future tense Um, and what that means is that there's often a lot of space or vagueness in terms of when they're describing stuff like um, they wouldn't say oh I'll meet you at the surf tomorrow at 3.15. It'll be more vague. It'll be more a case of, first of all, they're talking in the present tense, and then they'll use some sort of descriptor to describe when um, tomorrow. Um, So the interesting thing is that in the absence of specificity, there's quite a lot of space to play around. And we uh, we became interested in how perhaps linguistic things like that manifest in 
cultural patterns, behavioral patterns, um, psychological patterns in the people who speak those languages. And if you've ever been to Bali, you'll understand that the Balinese are some of the flowiest people on the planet. Super chilled out, super laid back, very, very much um, abundance mindset. They see the good in opportunities. They see the possibilities in life. Um, very, very open-minded and free-spirited people. And uh, we, were, we were just musing, contemplating on how language uh, plays a part in this. And then uh, my friend Philip s- described to me this beautiful phrase um, that means time is like a rubber band or time is a rubber band. And, the, and it's jam karat is the words in Balinese. And that was the inspiration for this particular episode, the 65th episode of the Flow State podcast, which is entitled da, 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 Become a Time Lord. by meditating and flowing every day. So this episode explores the concept of transcending linear time and gaining mastery um, over time through your consciousness so that time becomes a rubber band under your control. And uh, we're going to look into a few interesting concepts that help us understand the multidimensionality of time. Um, so I hope you enjoy this episode. If you've ever, if you've ever found yourself rushing around like a headless chicken um, with just not enough time in the day, but if you've also experienced the slowing down of time when you live with mindfulness or when you're on holiday perhaps or when you just aren't um, imprisoned by the clock on the wall or the schedule or the deadlines, you'll experience this sort of distortion of time. And of course, if you've experienced flow states, which is likely because you're listening to the Flow State Performance Podcast, then you'll probably be familiar with this concept of time distortion, of time slowing down or speeding up. That's very much a hallmark of a flow state experience. So we're going to go deeper than that in this episode and explore how you can actually um, step into a different dimension of time through the practice of meditation, through other flow practices. So you can enter this dimension in which linear time is no longer enslaving us. And this is a very potent area of exploration. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Jira here from Flow State and Flow Tribe. So the Zen uh, Buddhists have a common proverb that says... You should meditate for 20 minutes a day, unless you're too busy, then you should meditate for an hour a day. And this isn't the Zen Buddhist being like masochistic and being like, if you're too shit to meditate uh, for 20 minutes a day, then you should just punish yourself to do more. It's not that at all. It's actually a recognition of how meditation helps you gain more time in your life. So if you meditate, if you, can't have, if you don't have the time to meditate for 20 minutes a day, then try meditating for an hour a day and you'll, re- and you'll gain more time in your life to do more of what you want. And for me, meditation um, gives me more time. When I meditate regularly, then I have more time to do the things that I want to do. Time slows down and life becomes more effortless. When I don't meditate, it's almost like I'm leaning forward constantly battling against my to-do list, rushing around like a headless chicken. Um, And it's almost like time constricts and slows down and there's never enough of it. Have you ever felt that? (laughs) So I want to explore exactly how meditation creates this um, distortion of of time. Um, So 
Have you ever been to Bali? Um, if you have been to Bali, you'll know that the Balinese are a pretty flowy bunch of people. Um, so they've got this lovely phrase over in Bali, jam karat. It means time is like a rubber band. <laughs> it expands and contracts. I love that. Time is like a rubber band. It expands and contracts. What the Balinese are describing here is this multidimensionality of time. And uh, the ancient Indians knew this. Um, they had the word kala, which meant more linear time, and the word ritu, which meant more quantum or multidimensionality of time. Uh, the ancient Greeks called this chronos for linear time, clock time, and kairos for that multidimensional nonlinear time. So when we're locked in chronos uh, or linear time, we are restricting ourselves to um, the responsibilities of doing a certain amount of things in a certain amount of time. Okay? Um, Kairos also has this meaning of the opportune moment, the perfect moment, and it's what's represented in that, in that, in the energy of that word is how everything can happen in one moment. It doesn't matter how long it is. If that moment is just the right moment, then the whole world can change. Your whole life can change in that one moment, and that's the quantum nature of time. It doesn't necessarily um, have to be hours and days. It could just be that one thing that happens. And that's what happens when we break through the threshold from mechanical linear living to more quantum multidimensional living. And when we break through the threshold from uh, Kronos time to Kairos time. So the word, uh, there's a word in Latin that means threshold and it's the word limen. And from that root word limen, we have the word or the phrase uh, liminal and liminal state. And liminal state is to cross a threshold, to burst through a threshold. And meditation, uh, flow state activities, um, any sort of altered state is actually literally to pop through the threshold. We're popping through the threshold from mechanical thinking consciousness. And we're going through the other side of that threshold onto the more quantum dimensions um, and this is basically, over here you have conscious, our conscious mind, and over here you have our subconscious mind. And you're popping through the threshold into your subconscious, which is why in a flow state experience you can uh, act so rapidly and effortlessly, and your pattern recognition is so uh, amazing, and everything becomes rich, and uh, we process information rapidly because we're actually like crossing the threshold and activating uh, our subconscious intelligence. And this is why meditation, the practice of meditation and flow can actually change the way that our life unfolds so that it, the, the totality of our life slows down. We, we develop more time in our life, not just whilst we're in meditation, because the more that we meditate, the more that we flow, the more our neural pathways are changing. And the research out there says that the more mindfulness meditation you practice, this specific study that I'm talking about was mindfulness, uh, studied by Harvard University, the more we develop what they call functional connectivity. 
So instead of living with just dominantly the prefrontal lobes of our brain controlling our action, we're actually, we're actually creating functional connectivity so that our brain acts more, more of a network. The actual effect of that is that we integrate our conscious and our subconscious. So we're actually um, almost like collapsing the polarities between uh, Kronos and Kairos, or between conscious and subconscious, and we're learning to live with both, in both times, right? So, in, so we, can, we can be in clock time, whereby we know what we've got to do um, this week, this month, this hour, this minute, but there's also a, a depth and a quantum, immeasurable, non-linear quality to the moment at the same time. And this is how the practice of meditation and developing awareness um, helps us slow down time, it helps us speed up at the same time, and it helps life become more effortless, more rich, timeless, selfless, um, and it helps life become this beautiful um, experience where we're not on clock time. One final thing about Kairos and Kronos is, is so interesting to think how the ancient Greeks like to personify these, um, these characters. So um, Kronos, uh, if, you, if you look at the, the, the sculptures and the ancient texts, Kronos is always depicted as this old man hunched over with this like um, timing device, the, the, I can't think of the word, with the sand when you turn it. Um, and also like a scythe, a blade representing death. So Kronos uh, was the personification of plodding towards death. But Kairos is this vibrant, full of life character with wings. <laughs> I love that. So he's not just linear, he's got fucking wings. He can fly around. And I love that personification of those two dimensions of time. So I want you to understand how when you meditate, you're learning to fly, you're learning to become multidimensional, you're transcending the limitations of linear time, right? And you're learning how to become a navigator of your consciousness, and through that you're becoming an explorer of not only the mechanical reality of our universe, but the quantum reality of our universe. And that is why you should meditate regularly and practice flow regularly. Um, so let this be the catalyst for you to Drop into a meditative state right now. Take care. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Flow State Performance Podcast. It's, uh, I really encourage you to start playing around with this multidimensionality of time. Uh, the first step is to meditate every day. Um, if you're looking for a way to meditate or if you want some help developing a meditation practice, then I'd be more than happy to help you. Like I, This is one of my main callings in life is to help more people develop a meditation practice. You can also go to flowstate.co slash 22 days and um, you'll receive an email a day for 22 days and several of those emails will be meditation-related practices. Um, you can also shoot me an email at jiro at flowstate.co and I'll definitely point you to some resources and some guided meditations that I've done. And uh, I really encourage you to allow meditation to become the bedrock, the foundation of your flow practice, because it's so powerful. Like this, this um, idea of time dilation and becoming a time lord is just one of many, many, many powerful ways that meditation can benefit your life. One of the other ones is something that I like to call the sacred pause between, uh, between stimulus and response. 
Uh, meditation gives you the power to. It's it's actually this is this is another example of quantum time. But meditation gives you the power to pause in between getting stimulated, and it's almost like you enter this 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 chamber of this room of peace where you can uh, choose your response to the stimulus, as opposed to just flying off the handle in reactive mode. You get this this sort of like Zen little chill chamber where you can listen to the stimulus and you can feel it in your body you can become aware of the way that you've been stimulated and within this chill out room you can decide how you're going to respond in a more conscious considerate compassionate wise way what a powerful gift that is to give yourself so guys um if you're feeling the vibes of flow state please um, do support us Um, please rate us on the podcast please go to our youtube channel it's uh, flow state collective is the handle um, check out our Instagram, check out our Facebook. You'll find it all just by typing in Flow State or Flow State Collective. Please support us. Please share our love with uh, the people in your life. Um, this is a movement that we're building. We have a vision of a world in flow. And I feel very passionate about doing my part to help individuals like you live in the flow of life. If there's any way that you can be supported, please let me know. I'm here to help. Until next time, guys, please check out flowtribe.co if you want to find a community of flow seekers to be part of. Um, And otherwise, we'll catch you next week for the 66th episode of the Flow State Performance Podcast. Wishing you a beautiful day and week of flow. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Flow State Performance Podcast. Check us out at www.flowstateperformance.com for more inspiration to unleash your potential.